Cork are in serious trouble. In the Munster Championship, they're going to get beaten. They're going to get beaten early. And when the Cork crowd turn against them, they turn so harsh. The Football Pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Mark Lawrenson, good morning to you. Good morning. Plenty to get stuck into over the course of the weekend's talking points. We might actually start with Everton. The the hammering they took at the hands uh, of Crystal Palace yesterday isn't going to impact them one bit in their uh, fight for for survival. That is the main thing they care about. Obviously, they don't care too much about the, the cup. But you look at Frank Lampard's comments after the game yesterday. And, I mean, he's saying that there's only so much you can do to try to butter somebody up to get their confidence you're playing at the cutthroat end of football he said this is the FA Cup quarterfinals if you haven't got the confidence to play you can flip it and say have you got the bollocks to play apologies but that's the football term is he right to be questioning the cojones of his players yeah for some of them absolutely but you know what I mean I watched the whole game and after 25 minutes if you'd said to me Palace are going to win this 4-0 honestly there was Mm. no chance they were really competitive Everton, and they started off a, a really high level as well. Tackles flying in, etc. And you kind of thought, wow, you know, the win they got obviously against Newcastle has, has done them all sorts of good. But back to their old failings, basically. As soon as Crystal Palace started to get hold of the ball, uh, started to use a width and the pace defensively, they're all over the place. Everton, they're very, very ordinary, and it was almost at one stage as though they were expecting for Palace to score and run away with it. And that's that's his problem. There's, there's not a lot else he can do. He, he keeps changing the team around. He keeps changing the system. But I, I, I don't, honestly, even at the end of the match at a 4-0 and it looks awful as well, I kind of thought, well, you know what? He's, he's got enough players there who have given it a, a right go. There's just one or two of them who, who can't really play the way he wants to play, which is in, in the face or in your face football in terms of the opposition. Are the problems in terms of the playing personnel at Everton a lot worse than maybe Frank Lampard actually expected? Because what you're saying there is a team that just isn't good enough to compete with Crystal Palace. Yeah. Well, listen, by the way, don't underestimate Crystal Palace. Of course. Um, Vieira's done a fab job. Some of the players he's got, the boy at the back who's just gone in the England squad, is it it Gray? Yeah. And that's his name. There's Gallagher. We see Gallagher playing yesterday. There's always like the World Cup final. Eze. Alisi, obviously Zaha, they're a really, really good side and, and a really nice nice team to watch as well and very much, you know, as people would say nowadays, on the front foot. But I think, you know, you look at Holgate and, and those all the players he's got at the back, Frank Lampard, he must have thought, uh, they may be just having a bad time. They've all got a mistake in them. The goalkeeper's got a mistake on him, mistaken him. I mean, he changed him the other day, didn't they? But uh, he, he, then he's come back in. So he probably looks at his squad now, I think. Crikey. So if they finish fourth bottom, he'll be delighted. Yeah, it's a massive summer rebuild then. Listen, they've already spent half a billion. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, look, you know, as a boy with it every week, I'm on recruitment. I mean, they've had so many different people in charge of head of recruitment. Um, the, owner, the owners had his say in it and everything. And I, and I know from the lads who live near me who, who work for the football club just say, well, in all honesty, you speak to the, the owner about football and he, he knows very, very little, but it's a classic case of obviously it's, it's, it's his 
little baby and, and obviously he wants to dress it up whichever way he wants to do. I think, you know, as well, if you really look at it, the, the new stadium, the building of that, which is ongoing, that must be in doubt because I'm not even sure where they're going to get the money from. So, yeah, recruitment-wise, it's a, an absolute massive summer for them if they stay up. But it's a big if at the moment. Uh, let's flip over to uh, the other side of Liverpool and uh, Liverpool FC, who had a good win yesterday. I don't think anybody mm. was expecting this to be too easy for them, especially going to Nottingham Forest and some of the scalps that they've taken this year in the FA Cup. And Klopp still manages to make a couple of changes. They have the lion's share of the ball, maybe not a whole pile of chances this time, and they get the job done. I think that's kind of the ideal situation for him going into the international break. Yeah, well, that's what that's what he's done, you know, in the last... It might be five or six games. Keep making these these changes. I, mean, I think Milan away. I certainly remember West Ham at home. Um, you know, or, or Arsenal as well. And that's because he has he has everybody virtually virtually everybody's fit. There's just one or two little knocks hanging around, apart from Trent Alexander Arnold now, of course. And he and he can almost pick two teams. And what he has them, of course, with making the, making the uh, the changes, fresh legs, but. You know, star players, top players are coming on to play. You saw that yesterday with Thiago and Henderson, etc. So it's good for them. And just going back to everything, I don't want Everton to go down. I think you know it's a big thing having the Mersey Derby and both teams in obviously in, in the in the Premier League. But Liverpool um, rode the luck. I mean, the boy, the boy should have scored. I can't pronounce his name, I've, but he, he he should have scored. It was a fabulous chance just before um, Liverpool scored, and Liverpool would have gone out, but. You know, the, the ball's running for them as well, a little bit. But they were impressive, um, Nottingham Forest. I mean, the three boys on loan, I think it's Johnson, uh, Spence and the other one, Garner, they look good players. They'll all go back to the parent clubs and get sold in the summer to the teams in the Premier League. But Liverpool have just got to keep going. He'll, all he'll be doing now, Jürgen, will be just he'll be waiting for the phone to ring or a text to go. And, you know, I've done my hamstring playing for... Columbia against whoever you know, and all those kind of things. So um, he'll probably he'll probably get away on holiday, but he'll, he'll have his phone on. Don't worry about that. That's for sure. It, it, it's very much nitpicking when it comes to trying to find any issues in the Liverpool squad. One of those mm. things might have been your backup fullbacks at the start of the season. If any of them went down, who would fill in? And Simicast obviously started the season and played really, yeah. really well in the field. Okay, well, that's the left side of the defence sorted. The question still remained, what happened if Trent Alexander-Arnold went down? Joe Gomez obviously played there yesterday. That feels like a stopgap rather than uh, a long-term solution. Um, well, you know, when he first came into the team under Brendan Rodgers, I think he played left-back, if I'm memory serves me right. So <clears throat> I don't have an issue with him. I, th- I think I think he's a better defender than Trent. He obviously doesn't give you what Trent gives you going forward, but that's not a great issue in, in Liverpool's team because you know they've got so many creative players anyway. So no, I don't I don't see that as a great problem. Right. Uh, Tim, Tim Simicas as well. He, he's you know he's two footy. He could play right back if you really wanted him to. I think the problem is is Canate is learning. And we know he's going to be good and, you know, great physique, etc. quick enough. I just think defensively, if you watch yesterday and you watched uh, West Ham as well, he, he disappears at times from his position. And, you know, as good as Van Dijk is, he can't, he's not the, he can't put his finger in the dike every time something happens. So it's something that Canart is um, learning. And they've got Matip anyway there to play, haven't they? So it's not a great issue, but and he will only get better. But, to be beaten on a regular basis just with a ball through a mid, through the middle 
is not good. And I'm sure Jürgen knows that, but Canati's just learning, I'm afraid. But fortunately, yesterday, they got away with a couple of issues like that. Like, I guess the, the wider point here is about the players that, that can come in and do a really good job for Liverpool. And despite mm. all the money that Manchester City, if we compare it with them, have spent, it does feel as if they're dependent on a, on a tighter group of players than Liverpool currently are at. And we can't forget it that they're both fighting on the same amount of fronts at the moment. Yeah, I think, and I think we're probably talking attacking players, aren't we? Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, in all honesty, because when you look at who Liverpool can, can bring on, it makes such a difference. Um, you know, the regular front three, you know, Mane and, and, and Salah and whether it's Jota or Firmino. Uh, and then you've got Luis Diaz as well that com- comes on. So, look, you know, they're all worthy of a place in the team and it's great for the manager because the two he leaves out, the two he leaves out are just warming up for 90 minutes, like right past his face as, as in, right, I'm ready to go as soon as you decide. So, they're in a great place, aren't they? They're in a very, very good place. Unbeaten for a long time. You know, take away the Inter Milan thing, obviously, which we still got through. So confidence will, will be sky high, not getting carried away. But as I say, it's now this this big long week for managers, especially like the likes of Clark, where they're just hoping and praying that nobody comes back with a hamstring or a calf strain or, or all those, or actually something worse. I think the interesting thing about Trent's injury. Just saying, he'll be out for weeks. Which, in clock language, it might—that sounds to me like it might be at least a month or so. Right. You, you don't think? I he... mean, he, he normally he would say to you if if, if, the, if the medical people say in two weeks, he would go, "Yeah, but well, we should be we should have him back two weeks to be training." He's just saying weeks, which normally means um, more than weeks, as in months. But I hope I hope I'm wrong. You don't think he's just saying, "Please don't pick him for the international team." Oh, well, because he, no, he's injured, isn't he? I mean, he, he probably got injured because flipping Martinelli was twisting and turning him all sorts of different ways mm. in the Arsenal game. But no, I don't, I don't. No, he's the other thing about picking and playing for England. He probably won't play anyway. Yeah. So Klopp would probably think, go and have a do a bit of training and have a rest and get your feet up. Happy days. Uh, if we flip over to the Premier League then uh, Tottenham Hotspur's form has been really interesting over the last little while it's gone win-loss win-loss for, for I think eight games in a row now it's been a perfect pattern they beat West Ham United to keep that pattern going yesterday on a 3-1 scoreline and it feels uh, granted they haven't put managed to put back-to-back wins together it does feel that there's real momentum at the moment behind the Spurs team that they're, they are the ones who could really make a charge and they're the ones who could really knock Arsenal off that fourth spot yeah well we they, uh, we call them Spursy. They, they sometimes go very Spursy, don't they? And go and get beat like a, a Burnley away and, and and those kind of places. You just don't really know with them because they are so reliant, obviously, on, on Kane outstanding against against today and, and Son. So I'm I'm afraid it's a bit watch this space. I mean, they've got some very very good players, but you know, another three or four games winning on the trot, and I would say to you, yeah, but. It's Spurs. It's 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 a way that they are. They, they blow hot and cold. And um, I thought actually as well talking about that the, the, the chase for fourth. I thought Arsenal would get beaten, brother, but they completely controlled the game. And um, I thought it was just one of those, especially having get gotten beat to Liverpool and, and yeah. going to Villa, who, who fire at home. They really give you a, a, a an education and an examination. And I thought they struggled, but they completely controlled the game and. Obviously, listening to Brian there, what he was saying as well, he's got it right, Oteta. It's it, they look a, a really good side now. So 
it's just a matter of keep playing and, and hopefully keep, win, keep winning. I still think they, they will be favourites, although I've not really looked at the uh, big fixtures for either Tottenham or for Arsenal, so I wouldn't really know who or when they've got to play teams. Yeah, Arsenal, uh, good in the short term, but still have Manchester United. They have Spurs, which will obviously be a massive game. And they have Chelsea left to play as well. So uh, a mixed uh, fixture list for, for both of them. Just just on that Arsenal point, just to finish up, St- Steven Gerrard was uh, was in a bad mood after the game, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Bakayo, <laughs> Bakayo Saka uh, I mean, was uh, was tackled by Tyrone Mings during the game. Studs were up. A lot of Arsenal fans thought Mings should have been sent off. Steven Gerrard came out afterwards and says, the boy's got a man up basically last time I checked it's a no contact sport I think tackles are allowed I think aggression is allowed I think physicality is allowed he's a good player but he can't complain about that side that's football and he mentioned the amount of screws yeah. that he's got in his hips uh, Steven Gerrard and all that is he right uh, Gerrard or, or has the game changed oh it's changed but he's right, right. the both because you know you've got, you've got to be competitive I mean crikey he's the most competitive competitive player ever at, at, at Liverpool um, and in training and everything, and I think, I think he probably, as I was thinking, thinking, you know, Arsenal coming back of a defeat, get into them early, you know, get get a goal. Obviously, I mean, goalkeeper was out, wasn't he? Mm. Uh, Martinelli was out as well. So you're thinking, we score one here, we might get two or three. <clears throat> and I think he was just disappointed the fact that his players never really had the same idea in terms of when they played, and it was a bit after you Claude. So. Um, and the interview was funny because because the lad who Des Kelly is a big Liverpool fan, and he's a massive Steven Gerrard fan. And I couldn't stop laughing, but he, he had the hump, which you know what, what you're allowed to. And I hope I hope he transferred the hump onto the players because um, obviously they're away now, so they won't get the wrath of his tongue probably until until they get back ready for the next um, Premier League game. But that's that 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 that's the way he is and. You know, it's it's um, it's interesting the way they're, they're running Aston Villa because really the, the the guy, the main coach, he he is. I can never remember his name. I'm sorry, but he he just he coaches all the time, and I think Stephen and and uh, and Macker on on the sidelines are they they are very they're watching and obviously saying different stuff. But the, but the coach is left to to one man basically for the first team, and it worked for them at Rangers, and I think eventually it will work for them. Villa, if they finish in the top ten, you know it's a big thing for for Villa. And the shouts over here at the moment are that they look a favourite to sign Phillips and Leeds for about sixty million in the, in the summer. Well, he'll make your team better, won't he? Yeah, that's for sure. Does Jurgen Klopp know that Des Kelly is a Liverpool fan? Because that always tends to be the the head to head. Um, prob- probably, yeah, probably. I mean, he, he wouldn't know it like all of us because you know, mm. I mean, Des Kelly was around when we were playing, so. And he went on all our trips to Europe, etc. So, um, yeah, yeah, possibly. I think, I don't know, Klopp, you know, about two months ago, I looked at Klopp and thought, he looks a bit peed off. But um, he's completely changed now. And, I mean, he's, he's absolutely talking about the world and his wife. And you can ask him any question, it would appear at the moment. And, and, and he's obviously got a view on it. So, yeah. you know, he's, he, he must be in such... Well, he is, because he said the other week that... It, Happy space said the other week. He said, "Look, to, to have all these players and the quality of these players fit at this stage of the season is massive." I mean, City have got it as well, haven't they? Obviously, they just wish they hadn't, but um, City, City have got it as well. See that, and that was another thing I said. I don't know if you saw any of the City game, but but Southampton had a 
fantastic chance to make it to each. Absolutely fantastic chance. Hit it straight at the goalkeeper and either side of him, it, it goes to 2-2. And it's it's amazing football. When, when things are running for you, they really do run for you. Yeah, that's for sure. Mark, good stuff. Thanks many for joining that's us. Good. That's all right. Mark Lawrence in there on the line looking back on the weekend's Premier League and FA Cup action. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 